five, six, seven, eight. Hello, everybody. Today we're joined by Leela Sack and Robert Bannon, who are the wonderful host of the Broadway Cast Reunion series, which gives audience members a chance to do what they may never have done before, visit backstage with cast members and hear personal, hilarious, and unscripted stories, even some super fun gossip. And we are so thrilled to extend a huge Breaking of the Curtain welcome to Lee and Robert. Thank you both for joining us in our virtual studio today. Thank you, it's nice to be here. So to start, would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do? I'm Lee Lesek and I am a concert vocalist and I also um, own an independent record label called LML Music and a uh, concert production and, and booking agency called LML Music Presents. And currently through this uh, pandemic lockdown, I have been working very closely with my co-host Robert and we have launched a new virtual live stream series called the Broadway Cast Reunion Series. Yes, uh, I, I am a, a singer and an actor, but I primarily, I'm lucky to have a day job as in education in public schools in New Jersey. And um, me and Lee met, and I'm sure we'll tell you our whole saga, but we met uh, when I was looking to release an album, um, some of uh, some music and Lee's record label is the place to release, you know, Broadway and cabaret uh, style albums and jazz. And then out of this pandemic birthed the Broadway cast reunion series. So we have met each other one day, we live across the country from one another. I'm in Jersey and he's in Los Angeles. And we have built this little engine that could over the past year. <laughs> I love that. I mean, we're obviously long distance pals Crazy. here as well, doing the hosting thing. So I love that you guys are doing the exact same thing in that you're coming across the distance to make theater stuff happen right now. That's amazing. So what inspired this? What made you kind of think like, this is what we're going to do. This is like what we need to do. Let's make it happen. Well, Robert and I, at the very beginning of quarantine, uh, were chatting about his album project. And um, we, um, there was like a week or 10 day period of time. I, I was out on tour. It was, uh, I was supposed to be on tour for five or six weeks and everything collapsed after one day. Wow. <laughs> so I came home and in the 48 hours that I was first home, it was March 14th, I think, or 15th. And everybody was like starved for facial connection. So people were Zooming and FaceTiming and, and I, had never, I had never used the FaceTime <laughs> on my phone, ever. <laughs> <laughs> And if someone tried to FaceTime me, I would always not accept it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that <laughs> because, is like me. <laughs> I do well, that. Right? Who is camera ready with no preparation? Right. No one we know. <laughs> <laughs> and so Robert um, texted me. He had a question about licensing for his album. And I said, how about if we have a glass of wine over FaceTime? And we did. And then the next day we did again. <laughs> and then the next day. And um, 
I just remember like every day at 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I'd go out by the pool on the back patio and we would just chat. I didn't know Robert. I had had one phone conversation with him like six months before when his saxophone player introduced us. And that was it. I, we'd never spoken. So we were just laughing a lot. And I think, you know, at that point, you know, nobody knew what the year had in store for us. And, and, and it was just a good release to laugh. And after a couple of weeks, I said to him one day, I said, maybe it's just me, but I think we're very entertaining. Why, do, why don't we start a live stream talk show? And I, I, I knew a lot of people were doing virtual concerts and, and whatnot, but those of us in music administration were questioning what was legal in terms of licensing and royalties. And I didn't want to get in the middle of that. So I specifically thought we should do a talk show. And so we did, we created this show called Quarantine Cabaret and Cocktails that we are going into our 49th episode this week. And literally every week- Amazing. Every week we, uh, we live stream and we started reaching out to our friends you know, on Broadway or in the music industry or TV and Little by little, it just grew and grew and grew. I think one week when we had Leia Salonga on, all the way from Manila, we had over 12,000 live viewers watching our little show. It's crazy. And um, so it's been really fun. It's given us a, a creative focus and something to do every week for <laughs> nearly a year. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, I think what worked is me and Lee have uh, our own fun chemistry and we both bring that. And I think what I hope people at home that watched through this past year have felt is the joy we have about art and about artists and about Broadway and television and music. Um, we're fans, like we're fans. So we hope that we represent the people watching and that you feel like we're in our living room having a glass of wine and chatting together. And that's what we've been trying to bring to the Broadway Cast Reunion series now as it's our sister series to the original series. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, we have, we have um, fans that some that we know a lot that we don't know. And they're not related the to us. <laughs> they're not related. They're not related. I mean, his mom and my mom are loyal fans, <laughs> but there are a lot of people that we don't know. And what they've told us like in the chat feature or on Facebook after is that every week during this crazy, stressful, anxiety-filled year, there's an hour that they can forget about all the negative and just laugh and enjoy and and so it's been it's been great and the broadway cast reunion series was born on our show we weren't even planning it we had booked this kid jake ryan flynn who was in previews for the musical mrs doubtfire on broadway when everything shut down and at the very beginning of quarantine 
he did a parody video on YouTube. He took the opening number from Hairspray, the song Good Morning Baltimore, and he rewrote the lyrics to be Good Morning Quarantine. And he filmed it with his family and his next door neighbors. And it was adorable. And so we invited him to come on the show. And his mom was texting me the week before. And she said, you know, Jake thought it might be a fun idea for him to invite some of his castmates if you're interested. And I was like, okay. And so he did. And the next thing we knew, we had the entire principal cast of Mrs. Doubtfire on our show. Wow. And Amazing. yeah, it was, a, it was a great conversation because we hadn't really talked or addressed the Broadway shutdown before. And to have that conversation and hear the, the process and experience through the eyes of a little seven-year-old girl and Jake, who was 11 at the time, and Rob McClure, the star mm. of the show, his wife had just had a baby. Yes. And he was saying that if he was doing eight shows a week, he'd be missing so much. And because of the shutdown, he's home and not missing a thing. So it was a really, it was a really joyous uh, episode. They had not seen each other in several months. I think that was on in May, wasn't it, Robert? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So... It was just really lovely. And, and we, we saw that our viewership spiked. So we were like, hmm, people like the Broadway folks. <laughs> so um, several months later, I think in the fall, um, I was talking to a venue in Milwaukee that I book a lot of concerts uh, for. And the programming manager said, you know, I'm a big fan of your weekly quarantine show, especially when you do your Broadway cast reunions. And I wonder what you're doing to monetize that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hold on, let me call Robert because I don't think we've made a dime. No, we've lost money. <laughs> it costs us money. You guys know what it's like, I'm yeah. sure. It costs money. There's no money in this. <laughs> a friend of mine at the very beginning said, you know, you should put up like a virtual tip jar. So we do, we have like a ticker tape on um, with Venmo or PayPal. And because I engineer our weekly show as well, I'm 95% of the time, I forget to put the little ticker tape on because I'm, I'm talking and engaged and, you know, anyway, and we didn't start this for money. We yeah. did it just for fun. But um, when... I was on the phone with this client of mine. He said, you know, I have to say that as a major Broadway tour venue who will likely remain dark for another year, the content that you create with these cast reunions is really valuable because it would be a great way for me to keep my patrons engaged until we open our doors. So Robert and I talked about it and we, we went out and we, we made a, a spreadsheet mm -hmm. of every Broadway musical that was scheduled to tour and every city and venue they were scheduled to uh, visit. And we realized that, you know, it was like 260 yeah. venues or something like that. And so we started to 
figure out how do we do this? And we had some goals <laughs> that like we wanted to make money. Yes. Money. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. No. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and we really primarily wanted to pay unemployed Broadway artists that have been sitting at home for a year. So and we, want, we wanted to pay them boldly for talking to us. Um, and, you know, one thing led to another. We were introduced to the publicist of the Broadway show, Town, who then in, uh, looped us in with the marketing company that does the tour marketing for Town. And he suggested that they approach the producers. And if the producers liked the idea and gave it their blessing, it would be really easy to engage the cast members. And that's what happened. And they then introduced us to Disney uh, theatricals PR department, um, and they loved the idea and, and you know gave us permission to do our frozen <laughs> reunion. We thought for sure we'd get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> we were like, no one is saying yes to us. Nobody will ever go along with it. And we've had a lot of angels and help along the way that have just connected the dots for us to have this happen. Yeah, yeah. So it's been great. We, we premiered with Frozen and then we did Town, And then Disney asked us if we would do a Lion King reunion. And, you know, you don't say no to the mouse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but... But I said to Robert, I'm like, nobody remembers anybody that has been in, first of all, the show's been running for 56 years. Forever. <laughs> but I said, and you know, they're all in headdresses. Like nobody remembers, unless we were to be able to like get Heather Headley and she's never going to come on our show. Yeah. Why? But she did. She did. Oh. She did. Incredible. Yeah, two weeks ago. and. They had not seen each other, the principals, because it was her and three of the other original Broadway principals had not seen each other in 23 years. 20 years, 20 something years. 23 yeah. years. Oh it's crazy. And there was one um, South African cast member, Linda Way, who was in the opening night cast and is still in the show 23 years later. No, way. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Can you That's imagine? Amazing. Aw. Wow. So yeah, so we had Heather Headley on our show who was remarkable. She was so lovely and she was great. So we're excited. This this week we have Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, and then we have Jersey Boys. And then we have this huge uh hit musical from the West End in London. Everybody's talking about Jamie. We've got the, the, mm -hmm. the London cast, the director and the composer um, joining us uh, for that one. And, uh, and, and we're gonna do two a month and we've committed in, through July. And we'll see. That's amazing, congrats. It's been fun. Yeah, and it's so exciting too when you when you join to watch these reunions and you see everyone on the side in the chat room sharing their own memories of seeing the show and just giving so much love. Oh, well, Chrissy, thank you. You know what's funny about that? I didn't realize that when you buy a ticket, you can buy a ticket through Stellar, which is the ticketing platform. Uh, and 
we don't see that chat, which I did not realize. No we only see the oh. chats that are on YouTube or Facebook or the regular show. So then my, my cousin told me, oh, people were talking in the chat and my anxiety level went, oh no, what are they saying about us? But, but, what I, what she said is that it's, you know, Broadway fans are a community and theater fans are a community. And they, there's a real, a lot of love and support uh, for the actors and the shows and to get together in a time where no one has been able to see a show or put on a show or sing somewhere or do a musical in college or high school, people can get together and speak with other musical theater fans and see the people who do it live and in person. And that's not something we take for granted. We know that that's a real special space that we get to host every time we yeah, do it. so beautiful. I did not know that you both couldn't see the chat. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. No. Well, our engineer on the cast reunion show, our engineer has the stellar window open. Okay. So he can see the chat and then he um, copies and pastes into our the StreamYard chat, which is what we use to live stream. You know, he picks and chooses. So, yeah. So I guess we do see right. it kind of, <laughs> we don't know where we don't know where the questions are coming from right. exactly. <laughs> now what can someone expect when tuning into one of these reunion shows well uh for the broadway cast reunion series um you know they're gonna see some of their everyone is different um and the 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 broadway publicists are the ones that cast it so we really have no uh, say in the matter. So like for Hades Town, they brought four of the original Broadway leads, plus Rachel Chavkin, who directed mm -hmm. it, and Anais Mitchell, who wrote it. She wrote the books, the music, and the lyrics. Um, so that was an incredible conversation to hear how this all began. Right. Um, and not only from the artists, but from the creators. Um, uh, Dear Evan Hansen, we've got some of the Broadway, most of the Broadway company and a few of the tour cast members. That's how the publicist wanted that to be. Um, so every one of them is different. Uh, it's, it's great because the, the actors haven't seen each other. Now it's a year. So there's that element. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like, going backstage you know when we go see a show robert and i were talking about this like usually we know someone in the cast so we go backstage and see them on but most people when they go to the theater their experience is just seeing the show and then they go home but now they're literally sitting backstage and they're virtually right next to these people it's a really cool experience you know, Jocelyn and, and Chrissy, I didn't realize, I'm very blessed to have been actor, you know, Lee is a trained actor and, and a performer and I'm a trained actor and a performer and we have, and you have other actor friends. My goddaughter, who's 12, said to me when I see, and she lives in New Jersey, when I see a Broadway show, I stage door, I wait to see the actors come out and sign my playbill. And I always want to be one of the people on the list that get to go yeah. inside. And I, and it dawned on me before the pandemic that that's such a sacred 
space for theater fans that they want to know what it's like. What do the costumes look like? What is it like to be on that stage? What does the stage look like from their point of view? And I was able to take her backstage at the Lion King and she saw the costumes or she stood on the stage at the, at the, at the Minsk or wherever theater she went to see. And that was like a huge deal to her. So Lee and me have been able to find a way to facilitate that in a virtual setting for, you know, a lot of people. So I think that that is kind of our goal is to give you a little inside scoop of what it's like to be behind the curtain. Nice. I love that. Yeah. yeah me- and you both captured that brilliantly uh, because that's exactly what it feels like. Oh, thank you for watching. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's real. it's fun because when you're in a, in a Broadway show or any show, I mean, there, 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 are, there is sort of the backstage gossip and stories and, and, you know, you've been through this journey with these people. That's a very, uh, you know, tightly bonded, you know, experience. And, and there's like super, super highs and super, super lows, you know, and, and so it's fun to, to, observe uh, the cast members, you know, sort of relive that and rekindle those moments. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's like nothing we've ever experienced, you know? Right, because there's just so much that you as the audience mm-hmm. member might not know about what's, what's happening behind the scenes or even on stage with right. certain trap doors that you might not even right. see from yes, the audience view. Right. <laughs> Like who doesn't want to know, know yeah. you know, about <laughs> the know. time that, you know, Elphaba's, uh, 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 what's it called when yeah, yeah. she's on the lift? Like the lift, yes. Yeah. The yeah. But, you know, how about the time it didn't move? Right. It, right. You know. <laughs> the no-fly shows. The no-fly shows. <laughs> that's yeah. That's... Those are mm-hmm. Those are great stories, you know. I love those sort of behind the scenes things because I think Wicked is actually a great example. So let's kind of go with that. But, you know, I've watched the videos of like how she flies, all that sort of stuff. Cause I'm just, I, I'm obsessed with Wicked. I love that. But every time I see the show, I'm still blown away. Like you forget, you forget. And that's part of like the magic of it all. Right. And right. I love what magic. you guys said about that chat and being theater fans yourself and kind of providing that space. I mean, you mentioned stage door stage door and also like for me I guess the lineup for the women's bathroom I would just talk to everybody who was there like <laughs> well I mean you're standing there did, for you, like- did you just compare <laughs> stage dooring to going to the bathroom <laughs> well, yeah, well it's a long line you're standing there you know I like I, it I make lots of friends in the, in the bathroom in the bathroom line because like you just why not like hey I, you yes think? you like the show I, I'm so excited well, have you seen it before <laughs> well, what I think me and Lee have found is that really, especially for some of these shows like Hades Town or Dear Evan Hansen, they're frozen. There are fans, oh, yeah. fans, like real hardcore fans that have seen it dozens and dozens mm-hmm. of times. They are on the chat boards. They message, they, they speculate who's the next cast member who's going to take over this role and who's, and they have discussions about it and they make their own videos and, um, I, I love that because uh, it because that's the dream as an artist to have people who really admire your work. So I um, 
we hope that we make people proud when they watch the show and we try to ask some questions that you guys would want to ask. Sure, for sure. I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a reunion that's been your favorite thus far? Oh my gosh. Hmm. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. I mean, I have to say (laughs) that I was... No pun intended. I was somewhat frozen during the Lion King reunion um, just because I'm such a huge fan of Heather Headley and I saw her in Lion King, the original. I saw her in Aida. I saw her in her first performance in the revival of The Color Purple and she just blew me away. So, and I was so honored that she agreed to do our little show and so that was that definitely was a moment yeah yes and i think that um big shout out to the speaking keeping it in the disney world and keeping the mouse happy um big shout out to the cast of frozen because the cast of frozen agreed to do it with us before the broadway cast reunion series they did our show on a regular thursday and then they agreed to be our first show. Mm-hmm. So um, there's been so much support uh, by a lot of people so that it's That's been amazing. really special. Yeah. Do you ladies have a favorite show? Do you have a show you want to oh, see? Oh gosh, that's such a great question. Um, <laughs> maybe Legally Blonde. That's a great one. That would be a fun reunion. Um, we're big fans of Bat Out of Hell. They have a massive fan base. American Idiot for me, I think. I think that was just that cast. Killer. It, um, I loved the um, the revival of She Loves Me. It was great. Oh, that was good. That was good. With it's Laura Benanti and Jane Krakowski yeah. and yes. Gavin Creel. Yeah, really good. Beautiful. But we've got um, um, coming up, we have um, Lincoln Center's new production of My Fair Lady with Laura Benanti. Yes. That's coming up. We just have to secure, solidify the date, but it's going to be in May. And we have um, come from away. Oh, oh, speaking of Canada. Speaking of Canada. (laughs) So I think that that's coming up. We have Waitress. Yeah, and Chicago. Mm. And we're working on Ain't Too Proud. And then I think there's only one more. I don't know what it'll be. Maybe. if you love Legally Blonde, you can check out. We had we had Laura Bell Bundy on, and we surprised her with with Jerry Mitchell and Mark Shamus. So, like, if you uh, if you're a fan of of the Legally Blonde, it's free. It's on YouTube. You could watch the Go whole show. <laughs> and now this is our final question of the day. Do you have a dream show you would love mm. to hold a reunion for? That's good. Man, you asked questions. We well. <laughs> you know, if if we could get the original cast of the revival of The Color Purple. Like, that was mine. <gasps> Cynthia Erivo, Danielle Brooks, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Just those three. We've had the rest of the cast we oh just had gosh. on our show because <laughs> yes. we were celebrating the release of their vinyl cast recording, which is stunning. And the album is actually purple. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I love vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to say the same thing? I was going to say the, the the ladies from the color. Listen, that cast is so nice. We had the best time with everyone else that was in the show. Time. But yeah, come on, they can't be that busy, Lee. Where is Cynthia and Jennifer Hudson? What have they done lately? 
done a thing. I need to see proof. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure that that your listeners, if if they want to follow and and see what's coming up on the schedule, everything is on our website, which is broadwaycastreunion.com. Amazing. And we will have that linked for our listeners to easily find it. I love a link. We do love a link. Yeah. We will make it easy for them to find you and follow along because it sounds like you guys have so much coming up in the next few months. And I know I don't want to miss it. So we're going to make sure that our lovely listeners are able to access it because what a wonderful way to celebrate theater right now. Yes, truly. Thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you for joining us today. You have been the loveliest. Oh, it's been a pleasure. We want to extend a super big thank you to Lee and Robert for joining us today. As always, I'm Jocelyn, and you can find me at BothSidesOfTheCurtain.com. And I'm Chrissy, and you can find me at BreakAlegBlog.com. And on social media at BreakAlegBlog, Instagram at BreakAlegBlogger. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Breaking the Curtain. Stay safe and stay stagey. Bye! Bye.